Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to be with us, that you are so in love with us and you want us to know actually how to live that life that you came to give us. You said you came that we may have life and have it to the full until it overflows. And we thank you and praise you that you are just concerned with us that we live our life to the fullest. And you want to just teach us today, give us revelation knowledge. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, God taught me to um, how to not have anxiety in my life. And he wants me to teach you today what he taught me. And of course, he is the teacher and he's teaching through me. So, so much of the time we find out we said something we didn't even know. And so I am just giving him all the glory for whatever he wants to say through me or whatever he wants to add that I don't know already. But he does not want us to have anxiety in our lives. And there's so many people who are Christians who have asked Jesus to be their Lord, and they're not benefiting from all he did for us. You know, he bore sickness or disease or sorrow or pain. He already delivered you from that anxiety, and he wants you to know that. And really, the, the big thing that you can just think of, as soon as you're being attacked with that anxiety, as soon as you start worrying, is, well, for one thing, you want to ask God to help you to recognize it, because you don't need to be worrying. That, that is really just a trick from the enemy to keep you away from God and then try to figure things out yourself without him. And he just wants you to trust him. And so the, the easiest thing that you can um, do is, God, help me to recognize when I'm worrying. And one of the signs, I think, is sometimes we get crabby and, you know, um, we just are like, okay, be quiet. I'm thinking, I'm worrying about this and I can't deal with anything else. And so your stress level is up and it's really all about you. And that's where Satan wants you to be. He wants it to be all about you. Love you with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and you don't have time for anyone else because you're worrying about you. And God is saying that He wants you to bring your care to Him, and He's going to take care of it for you. And so what you want to do is ask Him even to help you to recognize when you're doing it. If you don't recognize it yourself, and much of the time we don't, um, you can ask Him. And he'll show you. He'll show you that you're worrying. And then the next thing that I think is a humongous revelation is um, one that people need to know and is that, you know, when you're worrying, you're not believing. It would change to say, I believe. I believe God's going to take care of this for me. I believe this is going to work out. I believe I'm healed. I believe the Word of God, and if you believe God, you're not going to be anxious. You know, the best thing that you can do when that worry starts coming on you is just change your mind and say, I'm going to believe. And then go get in the Word. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Getting on your knees, because when you hear God, you're going to have faith. That's my favorite thing to do. I hear the Word. I put on the Word. I say the Word. I sing the Word. I love to worship. I love getting on my knees. I always feel better. You know, when you get up in the morning, Satan wants you, he wants to get you in worry right away, and you can recognize it. You know, all of a sudden you get this thought, and it's him. 
And he's trying to get you to worry about something. Why? Because he doesn't want you to have that time with God where you can cast all your care. He wants you to worry. He, you know, he delights in that. It, it's his motive. He sent messengers to Paul to, you know, to get him to the place where he didn't have revelation. That's what that was all about. He doesn't want you to have revelation. He doesn't want me even telling you this right now. Sometimes it's just really a fight to get in front of this camera and say what I have to say because he just does not want me to. And so I just am learning and getting stronger and stronger and asking God to help me. And we can't do anything without him. But just yesterday, I was walking through the park with my dogs, and all of a sudden, I started thinking about all these things that I could worry about. And we all have things we can worry about. I mean, it's easy to worry. And um, all of a sudden, I just thought, oh, I'm worrying. Why am I worrying about that? I believe God's going to work all that out. I just believe. I just believe that. And you know, it tries to linger there. And then you have to say, I rebuke you, Satan. I'm not listening to you. I refuse to worry. And, you know, God and I have already had this discussion about this thing anyway. And so who are you to come in and try to rip that up? I'm not going to let you. But, you know, you could let him. You know, some people say, well, I can't help it. You know, and they're so sad and they're so blue. And you know why? Because he hadn't had that conversation with God. He hadn't cast your care. You didn't decide you were going to believe. You know, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you're really saying, I believe you. I'm going to live my life your way. And if you live your life his way, you're not going to worry. I want to read to you what um, is recorded in Philippians. Do not fret, Philippians 4, 6. Do not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance, and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. This is an amplified classic Bible, so it just amplifies it. Whatever it is, bring it to God with thanksgiving and make your, you know, with thanksgiving means thank you, God. I thank you that you're going to take care of this for me. Be thankful. Don't be blaming God. We talked about that yesterday or the day before. Don't be blaming God. Don't be sticking your finger at him. And saying, I did everything I need to do and you didn't do what you were doing. I don't know why you're doing this to me. And then expect that you're going to hear God. Because really, um, you are not in agreement with him when you're blaming God. Because God is perfect. He is. And he, he, he walks upright. He's perfect. He doesn't lie. His blessings are true. You can have all of his blessings if you want them. But you have to go after them. So, anything that, you know, tries to come on you and get you to worry about, you bring it to God and you start thanking Him ahead of time. And His peace will be yours, that tranquil state of soul assured of its salvation through Christ. So, fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, which transcends all understanding, shall garrison your and mount and guard around your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So, you bring it to God. You lay it down, and you just know that you can trust him, and he's going to handle it. You don't have to have, have um, you know, you don't, you don't have to give him permission to do what he does good. He's just going to do it. And then, um, I feel like I missed something. I think I did. 
in verse 6. It says, by prayer and petition, definite request. I wanted to talk about that. So you say, God, your word says by his stripes I was healed. That's, that's petitioning God, saying your word says this. And I just need a piece about that. I'm just going to thank you that it's done. I don't get why I still see these symptoms. I don't understand, but I'm asking for your understanding. And you know what? Those are conversations of faith with God. And when you have those conversations with him, he's going to tell you what's going to happen. He's going to tell you things to come. Jesus said that. He'd remind you of the word and he would tell you things to come. And when he tells you that, you got that peace that passes all understanding. You already know how God's going to work it out. You already know. You know, so much of the time um, we let Satan in just by saying, oh, God, if this is you, move that mountain. And if this is you, do this. And, you know, it's okay for a baby Christian. But God wants us to get to the place where we just hear him. We just have conversations with him. And we don't need this great big sign. We just do. We, although I had a vision this morning, which is cool. And I'll probably share that with you in one of the next videos, I'm sure. But, you know, he does things like that, of course. And depending upon where you're at, but what he really wants is us to get to a place where we're just having conversation with him. We know he's talking to us. We know the word. He matches his word. And then you have that peace that passes all understanding. And, you know, admittedly, the enemy is going to come and try to steal that word from you. But when you get up every day, when you spend time with God, when you have a relationship with him, when um, you don't let anything interrupt that, you're going to know him more and more. You're going to have more and more peace and that peace that transcends all understanding. So that's what it says. To, by everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. I mean, don't stop. Just keep seeking. Keep on knocking. You know, sometimes it's not, you know, anything except that he can only give us a little nugget at a time because we lack understanding. We lack knowing him. And so some of the time when you, when you go to God with what's bothering you, you know, you may hear an instruction. And that instruction may not seem like it has anything to do with your prayer, but sometimes we have to have an instruction to get to the place where we're going. So, in other words, sometimes you might have to have a faith action. And when you have a faith action, then he can do something. Because it's impossible to please him without faith. There's so much to know, and that's why you have to have that intimacy with him where he can instruct you where he can tell you what the holdup is even. And so you come to that place of peace. And, you know, and, and the instruction might even be stop worrying. Don't worry about it. So that to me a couple of weeks ago, don't worry about it. Worrying about it is stopping it. And it's stopping him. You're in disagreement with him when you're not, when you're worrying. And so... Then God's peace will be yours, that tranquil state of soul and assurance of its salvation through Christ and fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is. However, he decides to do it. You're going to have a peace and you're going to be in agreement with him because he does things good. The more than you can ask or think kind of way. Anyway, and then he is going to mount and guard over your heart. All understanding that shall garrison and mount 
guard over your hearts and minds. It'll protect you. It's going to be your guard. I heard God. I know what's going to happen. I'm good. It guards you. It's your peace. And then he says what to do. For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and honorable, self-seemingly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue or excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. So he tells you how to think. Funny, huh? Just like Corinthians says, take captive every thought and make it. I just recently changed it to a faith faith thought because um, when you take captive every thought and you make it line up with his thought, it's a faith thought. So when you take captive every thought and you make it a faith um, thought is what is being said here. Stop thinking the worst. Stop thinking God's not going to do anything. Stop thinking the devil because then you're going to worry and you're going to have anxiety. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it. And the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. Isn't that cool? You know, it's it's so um, easy to get in the place where you start worrying and you start doubting. And, you know, the enemy tries to make so much sense. He brings that, well, it's always been that way before. It didn't change last time. You thought that last time, you know, just face up. It's just going to happen again, and you better worry about it. You better figure out what you're going to do. And doesn't that worry do? It tries to get you to figure out to do something when God's already done it. He already bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He, excuse me, he already took stripes for your healing. He, he already made a plan for your life. What is there to worry about? And, you know, the enemy is just trying to keep you from staying on that narrow path, from serving, giving, and loving, living in the kingdom of God right here on the earth. And so, you know, when, when anxiety comes on you, um, get on your knees. God is the one who can fix it. And when you get on your knees, you're really saying you believe Right? And that is the antidote. And so the antidote to anxiety is to believe. To change your mind from deciding that you're going to worry to I'm going to believe Jesus. I'm going to believe that he bore my sickness, my disease, my sorrow, my pain. That um, he was anointed um, to heal all who were oppressed by the enemy, harassed and oppressed. And really, that's all that's happening. The enemy is harassing you. What better people to harass than God's children who say they're Christians and they don't look any different than the world? Oh, we're all depressed and, you know, I'm anxious and I'm so afraid about this and so afraid about that. And so how are we representing Jesus that way? And I'm not trying to put you down or anything. I'm just trying to help you. And sometimes we just have to get out there and just say the truth instead of tiptoeing around and never really getting anywhere. I mean, when Jesus comes, he's going to say the truth. He's going to say, I didn't know you. You who practice lawlessness and really worrying is a sin. Anything God tells you to do and you don't do it is a sin. If we practice lawlessness, we're worrying, we're having anxiety, and he's not for that. He's not. 
Peace for peace, joy, contentment, happiness. He came that you may have life and have it to the full until it overflows. And so if you're not living that life, then what life are you living? You're being controlled by the enemy. He's stealing and killing and destroying in your life. And God doesn't want you to allow that. And maybe you're thinking, what do you mean? He's allowing it. No, he's not. He's giving you the keys to the kingdom. He's, he had all power and authority given to him, and now Jesus gave it to you. And we're supposed to be going about doing his work, doing that greater work. And instead, we're depressed, and we're worried, and we're sad. And I'm not excluding myself. I get, I get to those places. I get tricked. But I'm just encouraging me and you right now that we got to just say, God, as soon as I start worrying, show me. Because we get so ugly when we worry. We're ugly to other people. We're not serving anymore. You know, um, we're saying, get your own dinner or do that yourself. And, you know, I got my own things to do. And we're just not who we need to be. We're not like him. We're to be a servant. We're to be like him. And if we have anxiety and we're worrying, if we're in unforgiveness, all those things are going to keep us from that good life that we really do want to live. And we do really want to represent him. We really want to show who Jesus is. We want to show the Father. We want to do what the Father does. We want to say what the Father says. We want to show the people who God is. We don't want to be like them. We want to be set apart and we want to be like Jesus. Not that they're bad, but we want to help grow them up. And in order to grow them up, we got to grow up so we're not the blind leading the blind. I'm sure that you agree with me. And um, I hope I did get in your face a little bit today. I certainly got in my own face and it's a good thing. We need to grow up and be like him. Jesus said that, be like your father. And we can't do that if we're always petting ourselves and telling ourselves it's okay and listening to the devil say, oh, you deserve that. You should do that. He just makes it all about you. And before you know it, you're loving you with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And he's in his glory. He loves it. He loves it that you're only concerned about you and no one else. And we can't live in heaven that way. We can't live in the kingdom of God when it's all about us. And so, and that's where that leads you to anxiety. If you got to worry about you, then you're going to be anxious because you can't take care of you. You know, I just think this is a really good message, and I hope it inspired you today. Um, it sure inspired me, and it's going to make you happy to not worry. Just cast your care Know that he loves you. How do you know you lo he loves you? Get on your knees every day. Let him feel, let, let yourself feel him. Let him come and invade your space with his love. He does that. I always feel so good after I leave that place for him, with him that I made that appointment to be with him. I made that space to sit on my knees and listen to that worship music and get myself into his presence where I can hear him love me. And when you do that, you know everything's going to be all right. You know he's going to take care of it for you. And you can just cast that care. It doesn't matter. And be content to know that he's going to work it out the right way, that you don't have to control it. I used to be such a control freak. And, you know, I had to control everything. And if I didn't, I was upset and I was unhappy. And we got to get rid of that because then it's really back to about us and stress and worry and anxiety when it didn't happen that way. <laughs> God is so good if you've never asked him to be your God. 
he's just knocking at the door of your heart right now, and he would just love it if you would invite him to come and live on the inside of you. When Jesus came, he shed his blood for you. He gave his life so that God's spirit could come and live on the inside of you, so you could have wholeness um, and healing in every area of your life. And so he told the disciples even, he said, it's better that I go. They were grieving him, he said, but his spirit would come and live on the inside of us. In the Amplified Bible, it says he would be our counselor, our standby. He'd remind us of things Jesus said. He would tell us things to come. He'll correct you. You'll hear his voice. He's going to give you that peace that you need not to be anxious. And so if you want to ask him to come and live on the inside of you right now and get that peace that you need once and for all, I want to pray with you. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you promised that you would be with us all the time. And so we're asking you right now to come and live on the inside of us and be our God, be our teacher. Tell us all the things that we need to know to be happy. And um, we just thank you that you would just correct us and teach us how to commit to you. I thank you, Lord, for each new person that has never asked you to be their God before, that they would actually feel your presence. I thank you that when they open the word, that they would have revelation and that you would give them the ability to follow your teaching and that you would manifest yourself to them. We thank you and praise you, give you all the glory. Also, Lord, I would like to pray for those people who are anxious and um, upset and worried about everything that you would just give them that peace right now. I'm just asking you to come and get on your knees where you are right now and just let Jesus touch you. Let him tell you it's going to be okay. Just receive it. And don't listen to the lie of the enemy saying, saying no. He is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And so if you are anxious, he's doing that in your life. And we are called to resist that. Don't bow down to him, but bow down to Jesus right now and just let him heal you. He came to heal you. Just let him do that right now. Just cast your care on him and even listen to him and he'll tell you how it's all going to work out. He'll give you that instruction if you need it. Just take that peace right now that transcends all understanding. Just let him touch you. We thank you, Jesus, for doing that. We know that you are faithful and that you want everyone to be whole and healed. And we love you for that. We love you for that. We just receive your peace right now in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good if you said that prayer. I love it so much. You let, if you let me know. And also, if you um, pray that prayer of peace, I'd love to know that too. I just want to know if I inspired you. That'd be so awesome. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you. Oh, I just, just want to add, though, that if you just, just hit make Jesus your Lord, you need to get in that Word and get to know Him so that He can feel Himself clear to you. And when you obey Him, when you're in agreement with Him, He is going to clearly reveal Himself to you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today.